Hi, I'm Russell Nolte from Wannabe Press, and you're listening to Soundtrack Alley. Hello, I am Randy Andrews, and today I'll be interviewing Kurt Farquhar, who has composed music for the new superhero television show, Black Lightning. We'll discuss his career, his work on the show, his multiple projects, and more. It's all today on Soundtrack Alley. Today, I'm presenting my interview with Kurt Farquhar. After the interview, I'll present some of the music that Kurt has composed, so I hope you enjoy this interview. First of all, it's great to have you on my show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. So, how did you begin composing, and where did you go to school? Well, uh, I started uh, composing at a very young age. Uh, I wrote my first symphony when I was 12 years old. I went to, uh, I studied music uh, in a, a music major program at uh, CBS High School in Chicago. Shout out to the CBS Cavaliers, Gilgo. Uh, and uh, I went on to, uh, I spent the summer at Berkeley College in Boston. I went on to uh, the, the National Conservatory of Music in Versailles, France. And then I came back to study with uh, Johnny Lane in, uh, at East Illinois University. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, what has been your experience through, say, composing for the concert hall? Well, haven't uh, 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 most of most of the music I did for direct orchestral pieces for the concert hall were done in my younger years. Uh, uh, the orchestral music I do now is is more directly involved with uh, television and film. Uh, oh, okay. That's exclusively uh, what I write for and uh, what uh, what excites me. That's awesome. That's it's always good to have a passion. Yes. So, so through your career of composing for various film and TV projects, how has your sound developed over the years? Oh, uh, it's been thirty years, and it's uh, changed um, quite a bit. Most of my early years were spent doing uh, comedies like uh, King of Queens and. Uh, um, Girlfriends and Game and Moesha and Barkers and so on and so forth. So those are all uh, half-hour situation comedies and and mm-hmm. and especially in the case of uh, uh, shows like the Moesha and Sister Sister and and uh, the Game is very very urban uh, sort of sound, uh, a lot of hip hop and R and B to the sound. Uh, when I started doing South, uh, when I started doing Soul Food, it was it it was more of a neo soul sound, and then moved on to uh, uh, Being Mary Jane, uh, which we uh, which is more of a, a stark sound designy uh, mixed with mixed with strings and 
and small, small orchestral elements. And uh, then I shifted into a, a show called uh, Stitchers, which was very, very aggressive, big orchestral sounds uh, mixed with a lot of edgy uh, electronic elements. And in, uh, and in uh, my uh, latest show, Black Lightning, it's a, it's a real c- a combination of all of it. it. Yes, it has urban elements to it, but it's a ton of huge uh, orchestral sounds and very, very edgy electronic, uh, everything uh, uh, EDM type sounds to uh, uh, dubstep and, and hip hop and, and all kind of mixed up together. We have, there's an element too with, with an R&B-ish type of tone because uh, we have a, a live singer named Trevian Stokes who, who uh, sings on parts of the score as well. And what's interesting about the score for Black Lightning is that there's a lot of songs that are involved, that are used as score within the show. A uh, wonderful music supervisor by the name of uh, Keir Lehman provides all of the songs. He and the showrunner, uh, uh, Salim McKeel. And what the challenge is, is being able to take my uh, my sound and kind of gleam onto theirs. And I'm coming, you sort of have a balance of me transitioning out of their music into the orchestra, uh, uh, into the more traditional uh, scoring elements. And I do do it in a way that sometimes you don't know where the, the song ended and where my score began and vice versa, mm-hmm. you know. So that's an interesting challenge with, uh, with that score, but it's really, really different and uh, unexpected sort of music. And unexpected sound. I actually really like it. Um, I was sampling it through SoundCloud, and I really appreciated uh, some of, like, the the Episode 3 music that you had on there. Yes. That uh, was really good. I mean, really, I, I like the elements that you include in it. So... Here's a question for you that I like to ask a lot of the composer that I interview. If you had a dream job for composing for any project from the past or the present, what would it be and why? I'm living my dream this very moment. <laughs> uh, I tell you, every day I get to uh, walk in the studio on Black Lightning, I'm, I'm, I'm stunned that I, that I get to do this job. And then I walk out of that and I go over to the quad and I'm, I'm just stunned that I get a chance to do the interesting music that's going on there. It's uh, Felicia Henderson has a very, very uh, uh, music forward uh, approach to uh, uh, film, uh, to her filmmaking. So uh, and then and then I walk out of there and I, I do a completely other uh, different type of sound on In Contempt, you know, which is more of a courtroom drama. Uh, and then I'll walk out of that and I'm get to do, I'm doing a film, uh, uh, Two Minutes of Fame, which is going to have a completely other sound. So every day that I wake up and every day that I put my down, I end the, I end the days like thinking, I cannot believe that I get to do this. You know, uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of really uh, amazing uh, films out there um, uh, uh, that happened through the years. I'm uh, I, I was a big fan of a, a film called Spartacus years ago, and I just thought that was just fabulous, uh, 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 but again, I'm doing, I'm, I'm living, I'm living my dream right now. So I, I, don't, I don't know if I can say I need to, I need to do something else, but I will take something else. <laughs> nice, that's pretty amazing. So when you've composed for these so many different projects, 
Uh, do you have any influences from, say, older composers or composers from the past that have really helped develop your style? Yeah, I, I love James Newton Howard. I just think he's fabulous. Uh, there's um, uh, Thomas Newman is just another brilliant, brilliant, brilliant composer. I mean, uh, this is incredible stuff. Uh, I'm doing, uh, with Black Lightning, I'm doing this whole superhero thing, and I'm trying to find my own way, my own sound in it. Uh, I listen to a lot of what Blake Neely has done uh, with the Russian Arrow and all of the various uh, shows that he's done, and I think he's an amazing, amazing uh, composer. He's doing just a great job. And uh, there's, there's such a wealth of brilliant music that's being done out there by the likes of uh, Hans Zimmer and uh, of course I, I I was I was humbled I went to uh, I went to see the Star Wars uh, recently and uh, uh, on a break from uh, a break from uh, Black Lightning and I and I uh, went in and I said I came out of there saying oh geez I'm not composing I'm not even a composer oh my god I just need to stop <laughs> <laughs> But when you look at things, I mean, John Williams has been doing this for probably about 60 years. So, you know, you got a little ways to go. Yeah, yeah. I'm only 30 in. I'm only 30 years in. So, (laughs) so I got a time. I can, I can get there. I can get there. That's right. (laughs) That's right. But, you know, I I also came out of there thinking, you know, uh, nobody's looking to me to do John Williams. They're looking to me to do something else. And that's, and that's what I'm trying to bring to the game every day. I think that when you hear Kurt Farquhar, uh, score, you're hearing something else. You're hearing, you're hearing a new sound, a sound that, that isn't out there every day. That's why when you, uh, uh, if you look at a show like Black Lightning and you see, oh, this is a, this feels a little left. You know, this isn't, it isn't cookie cutter, you know, and that's, I think that's really my job is to bring to the projects that I'm working on. Hey, here's another way of looking at it. Yeah. That's, that's really fantastic. So, my next question is, which do you find more difficult to compose for, a large orchestra or a small one? You know, uh, the uh, small one can have more challenges uh, because you have less elements, you know, you have less toys to play with. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I I look at it that way, but, you know, to me, I have a vision for what it is I'm trying to do, and so... The difficulty doesn't really enter into it as much. I it's difficult if I don't have the elements for what it is that I'm trying to do. So if what I'm trying to do is a smaller piece, you know, then it doesn't occur to me that I wanted that I needed something else. That the palette is I I generally develop what the palette is going to be uh, before I write. So I'm. I'm very comfortable with it wherever wherever it lands, you know. Well, that's good. That's really good because, I mean, even through your score of Black Lightning, there's a lot of different uh, orchestral elements that uh, one may have not heard before, and I like that. You know, when when I can hear a composer that that does something different, uh, it challenges our way of thinking about music and how it's composed and how it's arranged and. I really like the way you've developed that score. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We've really put a lot of effort into I, I literally it actually came from uh, watching Star Wars and was uh, talking to my team and saying, you know, again, as I said to you, no one's going to be looking to me to get that. 
they really, if we're going to do something, let's do something different. Let's step forward. Let's dig down deep. You get an opportunity to walk in there and create a sound for something. First of all, we need to jump up and down like the Lucky Charms guy, you know, and say, yes, yes, you know, woo, you know. But if you're going to do it, say, well, why not? And if you think you're such a smart musician, you know, you're so, you know, crafty and all, well, why don't you, why don't you take one second to look at it and say, well, well, how else can this be done? How else can we, can, can we look at it? What sort of, I mean, in there, that show, the entire show is that from, from what the cast is to how they're being written. It's, it's actually relatively easy to say, you know, how would we look at this a diff, uh, uh, slightly differently, you know, and with that, in a way that doesn't toss out the baby with the bathwater. We I mean, there are certain things that people uh, come to expect from a, 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 a picture like this. And uh, we want to give some of that. But at the same time, we want to give a, a sense that here's a, here's another way. Here's another way. And at the same time, I don't want you to feel uncomfortable while you're listening to it. I want you to feel that there's a little hero theme there, you know. The, I want you to feel the French horn swelling up and, you know, soaring above and giving you that. But at the same time, I also want you to feel something a little gritty and something. I want you to... I, I, uh, uh, if you notice in some of the things, I, I, I use the strings like they're like like they're almost an urban beat by just doing the mm-hmm. rhythmic elements within the strings as opposed to a, a, a bass and drums, you know. So so that's just another way of looking at it and feeling, hey, this is particular to these characters. Yeah, I I, I really really enjoyed that, and then um, also. I was sampling some of your work from Stitchers, oh. and that's a totally different type of uh, approach because it's more geared toward like electronic and um, more space age type sounds. Yeah, well, so. they were uh, the the story is, was of a a, a a government program where they figured out how to uh, stitch into the the minds of the recently dead. So I think. <laughs> As soon as I heard the story, I said, okay, well, we can do anything here. <laughs> there's, there's no two ways about it. There's, there's nothing holding us back here on this one. <laughs> yep, that's for sure. And it's a br- uh, brilliant show written by uh, 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 Jeff Schechter. And uh, just, uh, 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 I had a fabulous, fabulous time on that show. I, 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 wanted, to, I wanted it to never go away, I tell you. Because it was loads of fun. Is it still going, or is it off? No, no. It's uh, it's unfortunately we have done the last stitch. We have done the last stitch, and um, uh, 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 it it ran for three seasons. I was very excited to be there every every day because it was a, a sport. Come on, you. Uh, some of my uh, other composer friends say you actually get to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was really swinging so far from left field, you know, that it was so angular, you know, just a lot of uh, once you went into these stitches, you know, inside this dead person's mind, and, and, and it didn't just happen smoothly and directly, it shifted very rapidly, and you kind of had to go with it, you know. It made for a really angular Sort of, yeah. you know, and we had to create a sound that was particular to 
stitches, the stitches, you know, the sound of the stitches, there's a sound when she was outside the stitch and with her friends, and then there was the sound when she was on mission outside of the stitch, which is Well, I I wanted to ask you about, um, could you explain to me the essence of true music, and how did you develop that company to license music? Uh, True Music is run by uh, uh, Ashley Newmeister. She has that up, and uh, it's a music company, a library, uh, where television shows and commercials and whatnot can can license songs, already done, uh, pre-done songs and, uh, and bits of score or whatever. And so there's thousands of thousands and thousands of songs in there. And it's a, it's a more effective way financially for shows to be able to grab really, really interesting music if they don't want to spend uh, tens of thousands of dollars to license a, a few seconds of Beyonce's music if they can grab something from true music. And also... It's not just that it's cheaper. Here's the thing. We're bringing new artists that people have not heard. Things that people that you would never uh, in a million years have found themselves on television because they don't have that, 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 that pathway to getting there. You know, it's very complicated to get into television. It's very tightly uh, knit and closed off. So here's a way for, for, uh, up-and-coming artists to join what is basically a consortium of other artists and and uh, actually licenses them into various shows. So we have shows on virtually every network every day of the week, you know, and it's a, and it's a really good thing. And I'm just so, I, I think it's really, really great. I had toyed with the idea of retirement uh, about 10 years ago. I've been doing this now for 30 years, and I thought, I, I, actually 12 years ago, and I said, oh, you know, maybe... And then I, I looked at it and I said, I, I haven't really done enough for other people coming up. And I thought, I do. And I, I started this library and I found that it was an easy and effective way to be able to take somebody who, because I get asked all the time, how can I get into television? How could I do something, you know? And now I have an answer for them. I said, call Ashley. <laughs> Over <laughs> Show her your music if it's something that she thinks she likes, and uh, and uh, she'll uh, uh, work some way uh, to get you into the catalog. We also, unlike most other catalogs, we actually create the music specifically for the catalog. So a lot of it, the line share of the music in there, it doesn't exist anywhere else. So the artists may have other things, but then there's the things that they have here, and it's unique to this. And uh, we give them our production. Uh, facilities and 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 uh, the various producers as well as myself going and take these artists in and try to bring it up you know a notch and uh, and come up with some really really special music and uh, and you get to find some artists that I mean just amazing amazing artists I was uh, listening to one of our artists Deanna Stewart the other day she just, and I was just breathtaking the Kenji uh, uh, of another artist uh, new artist that's just this young man is amazing and uh, 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 Trevian Stokes, who not only is an artist in the catalog, but he is the voice uh, that you hear uh, emoting Black, uh, Jefferson's uh, of, of voice inside. Like uh, in Black Lightning, the, the, we have a soulful R&B voice that is like the sound inside his head of, uh, of Jefferson Pierce. 
and uh, that's actually one of the gentlemen from the catalog. So that's again something. Oh, wow. Yeah, right. And so <laughs> that would would never have happened. And I, I'm 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 so excited for what we've been able to do for uh, up and coming artists. And now I feel better. I feel better about uh, uh, where I'm at with that. You know, and getting these other new artists in there and having people get to to find some amazing, amazing new talent. Please, I, I recommend anybody to uh, go on the shootmusiconline.com and check out the amazing music that's available there. All right. Well, the last question I have for you is, do you have any future projects that you can discuss? Yes. Uh, uh, we're uh, getting ready. Uh, we're, in, we're in production right now on a show called In Contempt. Uh, it'll be on BET in April. And it's going to be their first uh, courtroom drama, procedural, and it's uh, starring Erica Ash, and it is amazing. It's just really, really a special show. Uh, we're starting a new show with Lion, a new film with Lionsgate uh, called Two Minutes of Fame, and uh, uh, I'm uh, I'm so so excited to get started with that project. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule and with all the things that you've mentioned it's like wow you are really really busy <laughs> so <laughs> yeah I, I, I think my wife Shell would agree with that she's, uh, she's like where did my husband go I want him back. give me back give him back to me TV I want my husband <laughs> So between her and my kids, I tell you, and, and, and doing this job, it's uh, uh, I feel very, very blessed to have it. Though I'm just, uh, I, I can't believe that I that I get to do what what essentially I did as a child, you know, mm-hmm. write music and that and people listen to it. Everything that I do, people hear. It goes out into the airways within days, you know. That's mm-hmm. kind of mind boggling when you think about it, and. That I get that opportunity, uh, I cannot begin to tell you how special that is for me. It's really, really fantastic. So what I'll do, like in my show notes for this uh, episode of Soundtrack Alley, is I'll put the link for True Music in there and a link to your SoundCloud page, so that way people can find you easier. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That's Well, you have a good day. Thanks so much. It's so great talking to you, man. All right. Have a good day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. So Kurt was very gracious to be interviewed. He was a very busy composer, as he also came off another interview even before I had interviewed him. So today, I'm going to present a few music suites that Kurt has composed for. First of all, I'll present some music from the brand new comic book superhero show Black Lightning. Now, if you've catched this on the CW, it's a real treat. It's enjoyable, it's fun, it's action-packed. It even has the main character being a teacher, and he's very relatable to modern audiences, and even has two children in the show that actually also have superpowers. So I hope you enjoy this suite.
I'd like to play a few cues from the movie 96 Minutes, and it really shows Kurt's broad range of scoring abilities, and I hope you enjoy these cues.
Sadly, we've come down to another end of Soundtrack Alley. I hope you've enjoyed this show. To close out the show, I'll be playing the opening and closing themes of Stitchers that Kurt Farquhar composed all that music for. I'd also like to thank Kurt for the excellent interview. I'd like to thank Alexander Schiebel for composing Soundtrack Alley's intro theme. You can find his work at xanderscores.com. You can email me at soundtrackalley at yahoo.com. Find me on soundtrackalley.net, soundtrackalley.podbean.com, Facebook, Twitter at randallandrews1. You can listen to my show on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you may find a podcatcher. And all those links will be in the show notes. So until next time, happy listening.
Thank you for listening to Soundtrack Alley, the podcast. I hope you take the time to review my podcast on iTunes or even listen to it on Podbean. With your review, it helps me get noticed on iTunes. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to Soundtrack Alley Spotlight. If you are on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review the show. Also, if you want to leave a comment, question, or concern, please email me at soundtrackalley at gmail.com and enjoy looking at my blog at soundtrackalley.com.